This is The Takeaway. I'm John Hockenberry. A look now at how the city of Spokane, Washington, is a case study in taking steps to improve the dropout rate in its community. In 2006, Spokane County reported an overall 19.8% dropout rate, while the state as a whole was at 5.7%. The county decided to take action, and a decade later, the change has been dramatic. The Takeaway sent Washington-based reporter Angela Nguyen to Spokane County to see how those changes are working in one school district. It feels like I grew up here. I don't know how to describe that really, but it definitely feels like a part of me is still here. That's Destiny DeHamer. You'd go here for attendance, then here, then there's stairs that go upstairs. Do you want to peek inside that classroom? Yeah. We're at Central Valley High School, part of the Central Valley School District located in Spokane County. Destiny graduated from here in 2014. By that time, the county dropout rate had already decreased drastically to 10.2%, cut by more than half from what it was eight years before. Melissa Scott is a counselor at McDonald Elementary. Well, I think it's a really caring environment, and I think that there is a focus on the whole child. We've done a lot of research in regard to what things need to be in place to support students and families so that they can be successful and just learn as much as they can. Studies show increasing student success has positive impacts, not only on education, but also the overall community health. In 2009, an organization run by local representatives of the county called Priority Spokane took steps to make education the main focus of the community. We have a truancy board that has been in place now for a couple years to help students and families just be in school. There's a proactive student intervention team that was formed maybe four or five years ago, and then they created several interventions for students in many different areas for their families as well. Data from the Spokane Regional Health District released in 2012 showed a correlation between parents' education levels and their children's poverty levels. The higher the level of education the parent received, the lower the likelihood of their child's poverty. Since we have such a high level of students that come from low socioeconomic status, we've had uh, book studies or professional development on working with children that come from backgrounds of poverty. That's Aaron Dahlgren. I teach third grade here at McDonald Elementary School. His whole teaching career has been inside Title I schools, like McDonald Elementary, that aim to close gaps between students regardless of their socioeconomic status. Aaron says getting to understand who the students are is key in being able to help them. At the classroom level, it really starts with the relationship. I think it starts on the very first day of school. So many teachers here at our school go to baseball games, go to dance recitals, go to whatever the kids have going on outside of school just to build that relationship and find something that we can get in common with them. Back at Central Valley High School, Stanley Chalich teaches civics, and for more than 45 years, he's made a career of doing just that. Do you remember Destiny? Yes, I do. Very, very nice kid. And I know the, I've known the family for quite some time. But no, she was a fantastic girl. Personally, I had him for psychology my sophomore year and then civics my senior year. He pretty much knows everybody in Spokane. <laughs> Not only does Mr. Chalich know the students, he even remembers things about their families. The uh, grandpa was a custodian here at Central Valley High School. This hallway is significant to me, probably for a pretty weird reason, but if you walk all the way down... And then on your right, it's the janitor's closet. And my grandpa was the head custodian my freshman year. So I would come have lunch with him down here. But yeah, that's a good memory. Those details are what's kept Mr. Challenge passionate about being in the classroom for so many years. That's why I'm in education. You know, if you care, and I, I use that word, all kids, you know, I says, I love all of you. And what I mean by love all of you? I care about you. The care and the time that the teachers put in was most definitely one of the reasons that I excelled here. 
because if they didn't care, then why should I care? Destiny credits that whole student approach for how she excelled at Central Valley High School. She's now starting her third quarter at Spokane Community College for an associate's degree and plans to transfer to a four-year university. For The Takeaway, I'm Angela Nguyen. The Takeaway Zip Code Decoded series is supported in part by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. As the school goes, so goes the health of the Spokane community. The school system is a perfect setting to actually really have some impact in interventions. Lyndia Wilson, the division director at Spokane Regional Health District, says that's the lesson from a decade of trying to raise graduation rates. Wilson says school data has had an unexpected impact on monitoring community health. We're a very data-driven organization, and we really have been focusing on graduation rates But also the research has really pointed to kids who are uh, absent a lot, have behavioral issues, and have failing grades in those core classes. Do they view your interest in what's going on with them as a, you know, sort of truancy enforcement? Or how do you get them to understand that, no, this is about your health. This is about really your whole future. Well, the projects that we've been working on is really um, focused in the middle school and before they're actually considered a truant kid, so they're uh, absent, maybe four unexcused absences. And what between the partnership between the community and the schools, we really look at what's going on with the child and the family, bring them together in a supportive setting, and really try to figure out what is it that's going on and how can we help them improve that attendance issue. What kind of problems have you solved? I mean, without telling any names, of course, um, give, give me an indication of what interventions came up and how you solved them. There's a variety of issues going on with families. Some kids are bullied, so they don't want to go to school. They don't feel safe being there. Some home issues could have parents incarcerated. There's been health issues where a mom actually was dying. A lot of family life issues that interfere with academics. How much does a reluctance of people to share those kinds of details, that sometimes can be very painful, interfere with your ability to carry out these best practices? I think there's always that caution with students and families when they come to the school. It's a very supportive environment, though. And they can really tell that the counselors and the teachers and the community really care about them. And so usually by the end of the session, they've opened up and they really are seeing that it's not going to be punitive or they're not going to get in trouble. But it's really that supportive environment. Are your teachers reporters on the ground and do they buy into this program? The teachers are very involved with the program, Uh, the school counselors even more so because they're usually the ones that really hear about some of the home issues. Our school system that we've been working with has been very supportive of this project. I think, you know, the schools have so much going on and they're trying to really teach these kids, but with all these family issues, they realize that they really need this community support and outside uh, assistance. So the referrals in the sessions may be to a mental health counselor. It may be helping them with some rent. There's a variety of uh, systems that are set up in place to help these families in the community. Is there an outcome, a 
a goal that you really want to meet over the next uh, two to five years? We're hoping to get the graduation rate up to 90%. That's always been kind of our goal. We are sitting around 82, 83% right now. And we know that this last 7 to 15% is going to be more difficult. There are kids that have a lot of things going on in their lives. And uh, poverty is one big one where they just don't have the resources and um, the family is struggling in a lot of different ways. Lindia Wilson is the division director at Spokane Regional Health District. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924, we've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.